Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And um, LOL, I'm back for maybe the second time ever this season. Um, I'm so sorry, but also, like, I don't know. I've had a life this season, I feel like. Um, (laughs) The most dramatic Danica life ever. The, the only time she's ever tried to live her life ever. The, the only time she applied herself ever, I think. Um, so just just to let everyone know, the first time I was out this season, I was legitimately just depressed. The second two times, um, not that depression isn't a legitimate reason no. to leave the podcast, but I'm depressed all the time. Right. So like really, that's kind of I kind of like laughed. I was reason. like, I'm depressed every fucking week we do this and I'm here. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, like it... It was a legitimate reason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, like, if we're making, like, fun jokes, mm-hmm. punching down at each other, yes, it was not a legitimate reason for me to leave the podcast. The last two weeks, though, <laughs> I was um, actually applying for a new position within my company, and I got it. Yes, congrats! So, I was just, like, super focusing on some... I was using my bachelor superpowers <laughs> to focus on something legitimately productive for my life (laughs) so thank you for like just like bearing with us and um letting me like focus on something else for just a brief moment now i'm immediately back towards this and like you know (laughs) yeah you know you just yeah you get a new job whatever new position within your job which is amazing and then you're like well actually i still have like something way more important which is talking about boners and farts (laughs) So much more important is that I didn't get to talk about my diarrhea for two weeks, and I can't talk about that in the management Slack channel at my job. It's it's highly inappropriate, as it turns out. Um, no, I'm really glad you did it. I'm really glad you like you texted me and you're like, "Listen, girl, <laughs> let me be honest with you." And I was like, "Say no more." I get it, uh, and I'm glad that you did that. And it was fun. I mean, we I had Stacy on. Stacy's amazing. And then last thank week, thank you, Stacy. Yeah, thank you, Stacy. And then last week, uh, the unexpected happened. <laughs> you too had <laughs> a breakdown. A breakdown. <laughs> In every way, not just like mental. It was also just like internet shut down last week. Like, yeah. if you had CenturyLink or like Sparklight mm-hmm. in the Pacific Northwest or in the Northwest area, you were fucked last week. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But also, Our power- Jenna's brain caused yeah. the breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I lost it. And um, I was like, literally, my power went out. And I was texting Danica and our guest. And I was like, I was going to have a special guest you know, step in. And, and then I was like, well, we could do a live from my car. And I was like, Danica's like, what are you doing, you fucking dumb bitch? Like, get off of your phone. <laughs> I was like, don't text me again. Yeah, Shut literally. the fuck up. <laughs> Like, I mean, like, I, I love you very yes. much. This was just, like, the weirdest I know. <laughs> request maybe ever. So, um, and then, like, as soon as I decided to, like, take the week off, which is literally have not taken a week off since I started the podcast, you know, three years ago, I, I like, started shitting my pants and also just having massive cramps, too, and my body, like, gave up on me, and I was like, okay, that's a sign from, like, everywhere. <laughs> That's normal, babe. I know. I mean, yeah, but it was definitely like, oh, okay, let me just go ahead and do that instead. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but we took a, I think we took a good week off because last week was a weird week for the show. 
I don't remember a single damn thing, except I do know that I was not happy at the end of it. Um, so if you if you want to walk me through kind of like what happened last week, I would be happy to give you unsolicited commentary about Fabulous. shit I don't remember. Honestly, the only things I really want to talk about is the Wobo Challenge. Oh, your thoughts on the Wobo Challenge? I think it's admirable. I think it's smart. I think it's great. I think that this is what America needs right now. I think that, um, you know, whenever Michael A. can just really, you know, get people to, like, burst blood blood vessels in their face by not masturbating, um, that, that needs to be done. And I think the Canadians are too horny. Officially, I only know like three Canadians and they're all from The Bachelor. Two of them are from this season and one of them is Kevin. And I can only assume that Kevin is horny because I feel like the two Canadians from this season are horny. No, Daniel, you forgot the most horniest Canadian ever. Daniel. (sighs) Canada Daniel. (laughs) Like, again, not not my position to speculate, but famously gay Canada Daniel is the horniest person I've ever met before. Oh, I loved it. Um, yeah, I just like I loved the I I liked it in concept. It did disappoint because they never followed up with it really. They didn't make like a date that was focused around the men being super horned up, you know? Even with each other, right? That mud wrestling date, how amazing would that have been during the week that they weren't jacking off? I mean, it's just such a wasted opportunity. I saw no black boxes. Mm-hmm. So that that meant everyone was jerking off, and that's annoying to me. I also just general. Just I mean, like conceptually, I'm not really understanding. Yeah. Why this was a thing? Like, I feel like there's more context that was needed Mm -hmm. behind all of it. Um, Yeah. So next time, next time we do a you know a whoa (laughs) whoa, if you will. I, I just I need more information about why. Why? Mostly why. <laughs> I and, not and why understanding this, it. And why this made you more attracted to you know the men. I don't know. I really do think just like a plumber came by the facility and was like, "Oh my god, I do not know what is happening underground," but like. This place is, like, built to burst right now. Like, Danica, if- you, you, you're correct, though. Ben Higgins did an interview last week, and I didn't listen to it yet, but the one clip I saw was that when he was in that JoJo season, or no, it was the other one, um, fucking Caitlyn season, mm-hmm. the, the producers told all the men they had to stop jacking off because they were clogging up the pipes, literally. <laughs> Is this why college is so expensive? Because fraternities are just literally, like, blowing up college campuses with cum? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Mm. Um, Just fucking cum in your mouth like the rest of us. Sister. Okay. I agree. But I... (laughs) We've not talked about this yet. Um, Okay. Um, And then really my only other thoughts were, like, Katie went deeper into her daddy issues, which was kind of... Um, fascinating and definitely more relatable to me. Um, and me. And you, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so Katie last week discussed that, you know, she grew up with, um, like, a father figure who she mm-hmm. considered, you know, her dad. And he is her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she found out that he wasn't her biological father. And now she's sort of struggling to cope with finding her actual biological father that now wants to be a part of her life. And that is super relatable to me. Yeah. Um, like... I don't know if I've shared this extensively on the podcast before, but, like, I've been estranged from my my birth. My mom calls him the sperm donor. I don't know if that's, like, the right thing to say, but that's kind of how we um, hatefully refer to him as the sperm Beautiful. donor. And um, I've met him, like, once or twice, and he's, like, definitely, like, tried to be a part of my life before, but it's just such a – it's a really fraught situation. It really is – nuanced i'm not going to pretend i know what her exact situation is like because i have no desire whatsoever to meet or like be a part of this person's life um Mm -hmm. at all but that might be something that she's interested in doing either way it's painful and it's really hard and it's really hard to navigate that when you're also trying to navigate other relationships too that's the thing that's where i was like yeah you're in these relationships and you're like falling in love and it makes you think about like introducing people to your parents and and all of those things that are involved with that and i was like yeah that's rough and like they're not there for things and mm. Mm. so that was that was good i mean yeah it was, it was i was happy to learn more um and then i don't know the last thing i really cared about was that we had that amazing the amazing drag queens but i don't know shit about shit because i'm a loser and i was hoping you knew more um unfortunately <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, we're we're the Go. wrong we're the wrong kind of white queer. I think <laughs> I don't have enough money to like watch anything that isn't on Hulu, and like sometimes yeah. I'm like the commercials are too much. But I guarantee, if we have any of like my queer gay friends who are super into Drag Race, they will be able to inform us more. Or Michaela, who we are planning on having on mm-hmm. a podcast in the future. Yes. I do know this was. An iconic moment that felt wasted to me. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, I just felt like, I mean, like we saw like screenshots of it, right? Like where they were doing, mm-hmm. not necessarily drag, but they were at least like walking. Yeah. That would have yeah. been really great. The, what they decided to show was very <laughs> uncomfortable. It felt like that date in, I want, like, I feel like it was that season with Chris Randone in it where he was, like, defending mm-hmm. himself on the debate stage. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking uncomfortable. It was making me wish for, like, the season when Evan mm-hmm. got his shirt ripped off by Chad because they knew how to do a roast. And it's yeah. embarrassing to me that five years later, <laughs> no one knows how to do a fucking roast in this town. Nobody. It's tragic embarrassing like you said and if the reason the show eventually fails it'll be because of this episode (laughs) no for real i mean like even the i i mean i get why they didn't want it's because no one was participating equally right yeah like that one guy said like to hunter it was basically a comment like you're short and i was like that's so fucking mean and then i was like oh wait this is supposed to be a roast like, like, the nicest thing you can say about Hunter is that he's, like, maybe 5'8", you know? Like, and I think Monet Exchange already made the joke first, so you should sit down, yeah. sir. 
Yeah, it was a waste. I mean, it was a waste of a lot of people's time. My my old boss from like a million years ago texted me to be like, I'm watching The Bachelorette just for these drag queens because these are my favorite. Yeah. And I felt so bad because it was such a waste of my boss's, ex-boss's time. <sighs> like, because they weren't even like on screen. And I was like so sad. And my but she kept texting me being like, what if they all get sick from kissing each other? I was like, okay, Becky, you have no idea what's happening on this show. I need you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that is cute. Imagine feeling sad for wasting your boss's time. <laughs> True. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, much. like, I think the very last thing we wanted to touch on from last week was that mm-hmm. it was very sad. The The rose ceremony made me <laughs> sick. Um... <laughs> So, do you want to talk about what happened in the rose ceremony, just, like, very briefly? Mm, I don't remember. A bunch of people went home. Oh, yeah. That we did not necessarily think yes. were going to go home. Mm-hmm. It was a, I, was, I was shocked by Trey. He and... went home last week. It was, like, it was Hunter and Trey went home. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron. Aaron. Mm-hmm. And, and Courtney. Courtney, Yeah. And we were talking about it a little bit this week, and the only real, uh, not necessarily, like, a defense of Katie, we were thinking there might have, because we were really shocked that Trey in particular went home when Brendan was kept on. Yeah. Um, I You and everyone else in America. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, that's what we were the most confused about, and I think... What we talked about last night was, like, maybe there was, like, a deadline or something mm-hmm. for people getting onto BIP. Yeah. And she was, like, she just kind of knew these mm-hmm. people were not her, like, person. And she wanted them to have the opportunity to go mm-hmm. on BIP. Because, like, almost there were a lot of people um, that mm-hmm. were eliminated last week that got to go on Connor, BIP. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Connor mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and um, they all, they're all on BIP, yeah. So, except for Hunter, but maybe he might come on late. Who knows? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think that that is true, and I think that she would know more than anyone, and I think that she knows that, like, Brendan's not, like, a fan favorite, you know? And so letting those men who were more fan favorites uh, go on to BIP would be better. Speaking so of, Speaking of Brendan, um, before we move on to the actual episode... I know that he, like, we were going to talk about this a little bit later. He did get eliminated last night, famously. But Katie, um, Katie tweeted this thing today that was like, I've decided this is the part of the season where no matter who I send home, Twitter is going to be mad. I have such a great group. I do love her tweets that are, like, very supportive of yeah, probably really pleasant, generally speaking, not for me dudes. That, there's no problem with that. There are many mm-hmm. not-for-me dudes in the world, and there are about a billion people that don't want anything to do with me either, um, as seen by any Instagram comment. But um, she, yeah, she tweeted that, and then Brendan responded and had four likes, saying they were pretty happy because he was like, people were happy that I got eliminated. And I was like, who? <laughs> Like, who are you, <laughs> sir? <laughs> what is he even doing? It's so embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. It's and I mean, like, I don't even think she liked the tweet, which was like, <laughs> it was a lot for me to take in today. But like, it kind of made me happy a little bit. I don't know. I'm being mean, obviously, but I mean, what's new? Right. That's um, 
tagline of our podcast. Let's <clears throat> hop into this episode, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, hometowns are <laughs> next week. That's insane, right? <laughs> that doesn't sound right to me. No. We, I feel like we just started two weeks. Again, I feel like I've recorded one episode this whole season. And I'm like, no, I'm tired. Let me have the day off. Um, but hometowns are literally next week. Everyone and their dog wants a one-on-one this week. I think <laughs> there's, what, seven? Seven, yeah. Seven guys left. Mm-hmm. And Katie starts the episode talking with Caitlin and Tasha. She's like, I don't really know how I want to plan the one-on-ones. Um, because there's, like, two options. Like, either I could get to know, like, the two guys who haven't gotten a one-on-one this week. Or I could spend it with people who I'm super into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... This week she decides to do why not both. Um, so she decides to go on the first one-on-one date with Greg, mm-hmm. who you and I have been sparring about for the past couple of weeks. I, I don't know that we're actually even on the opposite page. I think we just, like, talk about it differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they go on this, like... <sighs> Seattle inspired date and like not to be a shithead but it is not authentic like (laughs) as a person who like has lived in the Pacific Northwest like interns you did your best but I got sad (laughs) I'm still very confused about like the choices they made the gum wall was I mean who had to chew all of that gum I mean maybe they made Hunter do it before he left I don't know like and then they just, the the fish that, it needed to be a real fish. Yeah. I needed it to be a real fish for yeah. me to, like, finally get in on this. I was like, you know, when Tasha and Zach did their, like, fake New York date, there was real pizza. There was real terrible blueberry muffins. But, like, I needed a real fish. I needed a real and- health hazard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it was just like, oh, God. And, and Katie's, and I know a lot has been said about Katie's outfit, um, and we're not here to necessarily continue that pile on, but I also was just, like, looking at it again today, I'm like, why did she not just wear, like, I don't know, like, a, a, a not unisex, like, green t-shirt from, like, Walmart, like, I just, like, couldn't, <laughs> it could have been just, like, a shirt that fit her or something maybe i'm just being such a cunt but then you also, are i was kind of like i'm sorry if we're doing a fake seattle date fucking put that bitch in a seahawks jersey and call it a day like that would have been cute as hell i feel like if if we were doing like true seattle if we were doing like capitol hill like mm-hmm. androgyny seattle that girl would look like fucking paddington <laughs> you know what i mean like i i get what you're saying and you are being a cunt Mm-hmm. Because that's my daily outfit, but also like it, that's not what people in Seattle dress like either. Mm-mm. Um, it, it was. It I, looked like she got a stain on her other shirt, so they literally took a shirt off of a producer and put it on her. It looked like when you're in like elementary school and a little bit of your belly button is showing, and they're like, "You look like a fucking whore. Put a sh- put a big T-shirt on." <laughs> Your fourth grade teacher says that you're making him horny. You have to go put a t-shirt on, Katie. Sicko. (laughs) 
fucking slut. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the long and short of this whole date is, you know, lo and behold, Katie really likes Greg. Greg likes Katie. Um, he also mentions he hasn't really introduced someone to his mom in a long time, but that he was excited to, you know, bring her home to us. Um, and, like, I mentioned this last night when we were watching together, and I was like, I think I might be reading things wrong, because both you and Andrew were like, ew, he doesn't like you. Yeah, this this scene specifically, he just, like, did not look excited at all to... He just didn't look excited at all to see, to bring her home. And also, I liked that he only mentioned, like, his mom, too. I'm just like, you know, I don't know. Where's your dad? Oh, <laughs> I remember where his dad is. I am a monster. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're keeping this in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've literally been coughing. Before Jenna even started saying something offensive, I was coughing. And that made it worse. And I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to recover. So, do you want to explain where uh, Greg's dad is, or are you done being shithead? And, but just to be fair to everyone, Jenna's dad is also dead. <laughs> um... But also my mom, so I can't bring. Yeah, <laughs> I can't bring Katie back to meet any of them. Oh god, uh, how do we move on from this? God, um, okay, I'll just admit I'm a, a Greg hater for some reason. No, I, he just like was, he was just doing the classic like looking down, not looking at her, being like she's a, a theme of last week too. Was I just felt like in other weeks too, she's having to pull these things out of him. She's having to like ask him direct questions. Are you excited to bring me home? Like he's not offering this information up on his own. And that's giving me, like, red flags, you know, tingles. Yeah. Have you I don't ever... think he's like a monster. I just think he's not, like, emotionally available and she's looking for something more. Have you ever dated a man before? <laughs> just curious. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, he might just be a man or he might be the, all of those things. Who who can ever be sure, who to be honest? Really... Yeah, we'll find out, I guess. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, again, you might be right. I've also been dumped by the same people, like, three times each. So, like, I'm not the best judge of character when it comes to pe- me being like, I love you so much, and people being like, okay. Um, so, like, meanwhile, back at the ranch or hotel, where are they at? I still don't know. I'm not, again, I haven't watched any episode. Um, I'm just talking out of my ass this season. <laughs> Uh, Michael is just being, like, ultimate daddy in, like, a sexy and non-sexy way, I feel like. Um, I feel like even Jenna, her, like, cold, bitter, I hate love heart, I feel like melted a little bit. I think it happens, like, whenever there's, like, a person with kids that, like, knows how to, like, talk to their kids. Yeah. I was like, I, I felt that I was, I'm, oh, that's how I, that's how I talk to kids. You mm-hmm. think in silly faces. And I love his little glass, like his flute of mimosa right next to him. Like, sir, yes, I also have to get drunk to be around kids. Wait. Yeah. That is how you parent, to be honest. <laughs> that's how I do my job as a nanny. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, we're back to Greg, Greg's date. It's the evening time. 
Um, she's wearing this, like, leather dress that is better than the outfit from before. <laughs> and then she mentions to Greg that she's sometimes worried that he might be, he might leave because he's too withdrawn. And he's, like, withdrawn on group dates. And I want to say he's also withdrawn on the regular dates, too. Um... And he once again mentions that he feels insecure in these situations, which is fair. Um, and he opens up and says it's kind of probably related to his childhood being bullied as a kid. So it's like hard to be vulnerable and to let people in because he has trust issues. And that he's, you know, hard. It's, he's having a hard time letting his guard down since his dad famously died. Famously a few episodes ago. <laughs> Not unlike your own... Ex- like, how have you forgotten? I literally... The just- trauma that is exactly yours. I'm Like, I will never forget this in my life. Um, he then sort of says, if we do move forward into next week, I'm really excited to show my family the girl I'm falling in love with. So, like, I kind of get, like... I get what you're saying and that it's almost, like, fuckboyish where he, like, doesn't give you anything and then he just kind of gives you, like, just enough... Mm-hmm. To, like, keep you there. Mm-hmm. So I get that part. I still really like him. Yeah. Personally. But, like, that part, I was like, okay, I can I consent. I, I, I can see what you're saying. Um, <laughs> I concede, rather. I do not consent to that. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, those are the words I needed to hear and what I wanted to hear. Um, and then they have this really horny, rainy Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams fake moment in the middle of the desert, courtesy of Nestle bottled water or something um i'm pretty sure it hasn't rained in the pacific northwest for a billion years so there's no reason they should try to recreate seattle raining it's probably on fire at this point um yeah climate change but you do you nestle (laughs) um meanwhile back at the not okay corral um we are waiting That's to see. terrible. <laughs> I've been holding on to that one for a week. Um, <laughs> we're waiting to see who's going to get the next one on date, one on one date. Is it going to be Mike A or a uh, tall blonde man? Also known Johnny, as Bravo. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. <laughs> oh my god. Um, who Johnny Bravo says, I'm desperate for this one-on-one. And that, we love a good desperate man. That's always so hot. It's something. It's very warm in this room. I don't know if it's, like, hot. Um, I, I get it, though. I mean, like, despite his desperation, he's one of, like, five other, like, just dudes um, who are... Uh, basically chosen as being unlucky enough to do art with Katie. Um, and that group also includes Justin, Andrew, Mike, or Michael? Michael. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Michael the dad. Mike the dad, okay. Mm-hmm. And Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, and our boy Johnny Bravo is upset that he isn't granted a one-on-one this week, which is fair. Um, and rather than just, you know, waiting for his inevitable sort of demise. Um, Cause my God, she still doesn't know what his name is. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> he shows up chapstick in hand to truly <laughs> test his hubris and shows up unannounced um, 
which is, you know, like if you've ever watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, this is famously a great tactic when Elif has previously ignored you. Um, go ahead and visit <laughs> them in your in your strangest sweater. Um, so Brendan's kind of confident. He's like, it's going to go fucking great. Um, it's really going to go great. And reader, it does not go great. <laughs> What was he thinking? I, that was so funny. I thought he was just, like, going to go to, like, send himself home. No. But he's like, no. This is going to go good. I'm going to put my lipstick on so I can <laughs> kiss her. He, like, listened to Lizzo right before, and it's just like, Lizzo is not for you. <laughs> not saying it's for me either, but, like, it's definitely not for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, to keep this interaction short, he's basically like, um, he basically says, I'm sad. (laughs) Um, when I'm with you, I feel like we can take over the world. My family would love you. My dad would love to just drink beers with you, but I haven't been able to tell you that stuff. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to tell anybody. First of all, um, uh, if I don't know what I would do if someone told me that, what would you say if someone like who you have spent maybe two hours with total only in group settings was like, my dad would love to drink beers with you. What would you say? I'd be like, yeah, I know. Cause I fucked him last night. <laughs> During whoa, whoa week. Yeah. Yeah. I helped him finish it out. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, a lot luckily, of semen in my mouth. Luckily for us, Katie interrupts and she's like, I'm going to stop you right there because that's a really weird fucking thing to say. Um, Introduce me to your dad. Give me his phone number. She says gently. Um, She was basically like, I felt a connection with you early on, um, but hometowns are next week and we're not going to get there. Um, So we all know where this is going. Um, To Blake's room. Because then Literally. he walks to he walks to Blake's room, and poor poor Blake is like, I'm just trying to jack off again, and I'm naked. And who's knocking on my door this late? My at nipples night? are so hard. <laughs> I'm surprised there weren't black boxes over his nipples. There should have been. Those were erotic. Um, which I've never said about Blake before. <laughs> they were very sharp, though. Um. Yeah, and then he's basically just like, dude, I gotta go. And then he grabs the suitcase and leaves. And I'm, like, really surprised that Blake didn't immediately leave and just go, like, <laughs> just another Katie, like, boombox moment. <laughs> Anytime you send home a loser, I'm here to remind you. That I, too, am a loser. That, <laughs> that you're keeping around. <laughs> but I'm the horny loser. Yes, true. Which we find out in this next date. Oh, because um, now that Brendan is, has gone, it's a little itty-bitty group date. Um, <laughs> so basically, this this artist named uh, Jacqueline Secor um, has, like, a bunch of paintings on display. And, like, as a fellow person who doesn't understand art, I really feel for most of the guys here. Um, it's, like, paintings of... What is very obviously vaginas, but it's, like, floral. Mm-hmm. Or, so it's not very obviously, but it's, I mean, it's vaginas, it, you guys. Come on. I guess I guess not obvious enough to put black boxes over it for ABC.com no. family. Yeah. Family welcome. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs> um, so 
again, like, Blake, she asks Blake what he feels or what he's interpreting from these, like, images. And that was her first mistake. Like, why would you ask that one? Like, I don't know. Um, Blake says words like messy and aggressive to describe a flower, which is, like, really, like, when you look back at it, it's, like, it's really gentle looking and it has like maybe like pinks and like soft like oranges like kind of like just summer colors and he's like that is aggressive and I'm just like what is wrong with your like dick brain my my guy well because like they're flowers so first of all like you said kind of that's weird to describe a flower that way something so gentle but then also these are vulvas yeah (laughs) these are vulvas and he's saying the vulvas are aggressive and it's just like painting a picture for me that he is scared by vulvas um and and that's concerning she talks to him and she's like that's funny because that's the self-portrait and he's just like (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) um yeah i mean Again, I just am really convinced that this man is, like, clogging the drains wherever they're at and, like, like arrest him, you know? <laughs> like, he's just not really getting it. Um, and the remaining... Uh, the, the guys are asked to create a work of art inspired by Katie and their feelings for her, which is... <laughs> it turns out to be tragic in a number of ways. Um... Michael A., for example, creates a really, really unflattering clay mold of her ass. Um, I feel comfortable saying unflattering because Katie and I have the same ass, and if someone made that for me, I would die on the spot. Um, Justin apparently is painting with his left hand because he's, like, you know, famously an artist. Yeah. Yeah. So he's testing, he's like, I'm going to go on hard mode. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't make any sense uh, at the end of this episode. Like, I was, like, not convinced about the artistry, personally. That's my opinion. Um, And then Andrew's painting looks like he's, there's, like, a mouth that's apparently supposed to be eating sushi, but it looks sort of like a piranha plant, so it looks like he's just, like, the mouth is, like, eating pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I got from that, for sure. And then he said, he's like, I'm gonna eat my way to Katie's heart, and I was like, okay, well. It's because we both love food. Like, no. No, no. sir. You ate Taco Bell once together. Yeah. Yeah. That's not sushi, unfortunately. Um... (laughs) Who who really is to even say what Blake did? Um, but, like, because we did... It was famously, like, a black box. They they black boxed his entire painting. It I can only assume it was disgusting. And, like, to be honest, I'm pretty sure Matt James is going to reach out to try to convince him that he should make this painting an NFT. So, like, one person is going to own this piece of art forever. And it's going to be, like, David after dentist. But just, like, whatever horny thing Blake made up. No, it's going to be fucking Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses. Let me tell you, Danica, Chad is obsessed with Blake, and it's ruining my relationship with him. Um, And he goes on and on on these tangents about how how Blake's going to be the next Bachelor, and I will not have it. I will make another campaign, and I will get him ruined. Um, Because I can make 
any man disappear. Okay, so the- this is exactly what the account that shall not be named was talking about, and we're going to get talked about again. And I just want to say, you fucking losers, it's a fucking joke. Grow up. Grow the fuck up. And if you don't include this, you're intellectually dishonest. Fuck you. Anyway, back to your point so, about canceling people. And so I ha- I'm just like, I'm going to cancel Chad. I'm going to cancel Blake. I'm going to cancel, um, you know, everybody involved in this production, uh, <laughs> including Katie. No, and so I'm just like, no, no, no. But yeah, anyway, I guess the whole point of that tangent was that I know that Bachelor Clues would definitely um, buy that NFT because he also buys other Bachelor art because he is um, what we say unhinged uh <laughs> and i love him for it like why though <laughs> who's making art in bachelor nation that's worth he, owning he bought a painting off of a night one girl from peter's season i believe or colton's season um and the sloth yeah peter's season and he bought a painting from her he bought something else from another guy once um and he just wants to have a gallery of um, bachelor art. And I respect him mostly. I think the one thing he really wants is there's like a vial of something. Oh, it's not blood from Angelina Jolie. I can't remember. It's something Nick related. Oh, okay. Never mind. Somebody DM me about this. <laughs> Somebody just as crazy as can Danica's very concerned. Okay. Stop. 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 Okay. Um, <clears throat> bachelor clues. Um, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, though. <laughs> um, man, where were we? Okay, so in the evening portion of the date... Oh, man, we're back to talking about Blake. That sucks. In the evening portion of the date, Blake is, like, the first to get alone time. And during our conversation, he mentions, like, my mom's going to love you. I am so in for you right now. It's crazy. Like, I'm not in love right now. But the way we're going, it's fucking inevitable. I know it's coming, um, and I'm not going to lie to you. And, like, this – okay, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I was not a Blake person last season. I still don't consider myself a Blake person. I do like his edit this season, and I do appreciate the forthrightness and the honesty. I think it's kind of refreshing – I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to win. I don't know if I like them together. That's pers- like honestly, it's none of my business if they're happy, what the fuck ever. But I mm-hmm. do like really appreciate someone just being like, "Yep, these are all my feelings." Like, if you don't feel the same, cool. I just yeah. need to tell you because that's where I'm at right now. No, I respect it. And yeah, I mean, it's to say that he's in love right now would be foolish. So he's being very, he's being honest in that moment. So I do like that. And he's saying, yeah, if it continues to go, this is where it'll go. I like it. I guess I just, there's a, a new flavor I got last night to me is a little sense of like ownership over her though. Like when he's like, oh, we're definitely, I'm definitely going to hometowns. She's like, oh, you think you're going to? And he's like, yeah, but I've known that for weeks. There's just like a little bit of that that still makes me. I can't tell if it's happy. flirting or not. And probably to him it is. But I guess I just really hate men, so I yeah. don't like it. I think that it's flirting for her, too, though. So I True. think it might work. It just, like, <sighs> if he said that to me, I would be like, fuck off. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> if it works for you, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Do you. Make yourself happy. Um, 
Katie, after he says this, <laughs> says something to the effect of, like, I don't know about that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but, like, obviously, like, she's being kind of, she seems like being, like, she's being coy and kind of playful. Yeah. Um. So we kind of get the vibe that he's going to move on regardless of whether or not he gets the rose tonight. Um, Justin is truly the wild card on this date for me. <laughs> he, like, gives her, on his, like, in his one-on-one -on -one time, he gives her, like, the 90s equivalent of, like, a popular, like, tattoo painting that you'd, like, find on Pinterest so that it's just, like, oh, like, I mean, nothing wrong with a tramp stamp, but it looks a little tramp stampy or, like, mm -hmm. just something very much like your mom tried to get it covered up like, 10 years later, and then she doesn't let you get a tattoo until you're 25, you know? That's kind of what the art looked like. I'm not I saying like... this from personal experience, except for I am. Um... <laughs> to me, it looked like the banner I used on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you'd make your background a certain look that I'm pretty sure I had that exact um, banner, so. Well, and then they make out, and they try to swallow each other's tonsils literally I, I am getting really uncomfortable with the making out i have to say like i i mean i'm always uncomfortable with it. it's not just katie's season but no. <laughs> it's getting to the point in the season where i'm like can someone give me like earmuffs for my eyeballs <laughs> can someone take my glasses off <laughs> it's not good <laughs> um next up is daddy michael um he is just on his usual like, I love you, train. <laughs> he's, like, he's so into it, dude. He's, like, it's scary for me with opening up my heart again, which is fair. That, that part's fair. Um, and it was scary coming here. It's scary at the rate of which everything is going on. Um, and Katie understands, and she, you know, seems to imply that she wouldn't demand that he propose that she that they could take their time getting to know each other i would never want to force us into something if you weren't ready for it but if it's us in the end that's all that matters and we'll figure it out as we go which is another great honest you know moment mm -hmm. he has a kid that's like six or something like yeah to even if she meets him in a hometown like that's just too fast yeah absolutely um Oh, let me see. Katie also says, though, that every rose that she gives is also a rose for his son. Mm. And, like, obviously, he loves that. Who wouldn't love that? That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and then he he later says, the, the like, you know that, that song from Band of Horses? Like, no one's ever gonna love like I do. Mm -hmm. um, that's a terrible line, and I hate it. And it's, it's a very much a... <laughs> Uh, 2010 uh, white man thing to say to somebody when you're being abusive but he 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 says that to her she's clearly fine with it not for me but he michael is a good guy i mm -hmm. feel like um i am just concerned because i'm not like really I'm not seeing it, I guess. I don't know if mm -hmm. I haven't been paying attention, but I'm not seeing it in the same way that he's seeing it, maybe. That, and that was the qualification you needed to make. He's seeing it a certain way. We're not seeing it that way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fine. That's It's sad because I just feel like it's going to end in heartbreak. 
and he's reading in a little bit too much. Like, her sentiment about not wanting to propose and also, like, we'll just kind of go along. I love who I love and everything else is, like, part of it. That's not, like, a ringing endorsement for wanting to be a stepmom. It's the nice, polite, correct thing to say. But, like, she's not, like, I want to do this. And he's, like, acting as if, you know. It kind of reminds me of, like, the Amanda Stanton situation yeah. on Ben mm-hmm. Higgins' season where... Like, it, I mean, it is kind of a similar situation where mm-hmm. they're both going in with kids, going into Final Four. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see um, who gets kind of dropped next. Dropped is an unkind word. And I don't know if it's <laughs> oh, next I'm week. looking forward to see who gets murdered next week. Yeah. I, who will Katie murder next week? Um, I don't know if it's happening next week or the week after because it, yeah. it, it's kind of unclear to me. But um, whatever episode <laughs> airs next that isn't... Yeah. Um, uh, men trying to outwit each other, which is impossible. Um, <laughs> yeah, worried it's going to end and end badly, but like it's going to end badly regardless. Mm-hmm. Her choosing to take him to the hometowns is a bold move. Yeah, and uh, oh, lots of bold moves tonight. Honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. um, speaking of the <laughs> last person to go is Andrew. Um, he is my love. He's my life. Um, not my fiance Andrew, but this one. Um, <laughs> so he talks to Katie about how difficult it was for him to end, or it would be for him to end his football career, which we kind of looked up last night and we were confused by, but we don't know enough about it, so we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he lets her know that he's willing to sort of like end his career if that's ultimately what's best for their relationship, and she's kind of like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, she was like, uh, you can definitely keep going with your career if that means we're, like, living in two different places, so be it. If that means we have to hold off on having a family, so be it. Um, and then, like, in an ITM, I feel like she says that she feels like, or maybe she says it to him, I can't remember exactly what happens. She's like, um, she she says she feels, like, super confident in their relationship, and I was like, huh? Mm -hmm. Man, like looking back on it today, I truly want to eat a pencil. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, and then after their chat, Andrew brings Katie to a room filled with hanging lights, which is like reminiscent of like that first morning one that they had. Mm-hmm. And he like lifts her up so she can grab this like envelope that's dangling from the ceiling. And there's a note inside that reads, I'm falling for you. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's so fucking cute. (laughs) And also as a person who's received several notes from partners, none of which have been positive. um, This is amazing for me to, it can happen. (laughs) You can find somebody. It would be amazing if Andrew had proposed to you with a note. I I honestly wouldn't have read it. I'd be like, I can't do this again. I, if, if I don't read it, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But despite this amazing, beautiful, sweet gesture, Michael gesture. gets the rose. <laughs> yeah. I, which I don't... I'm not understanding it still. I'm still... I don't get it. Oh, my God. I don't know. <sighs> Like, I don't have a problem with Michael at all. No, no. I know. Again, I just, like, didn't understand all this buildup. Like, it's not... Like, there's a lot of buildup in every episode, and it's just not ending the way that I expect it to. And I think it's pissing me off. Because, like, before I was mad that, you know, everything was so predictable, I was like, oh, my God, fucking surprise me. And now I'm just like, who's making dumb decisions here? (laughs) 
who is setting me up for failure? I do. I wonder if it is the production just because they're editing things a certain way for us to feel a certain way. And then they're like pulling the rug from underneath us. And um, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I am annoyed. Leave and my rug just, alone. Maybe we are just never satisfied. Do you know this is all we have? We only have being right about this one thing. Oh my god. Well, if you weren't already, like, cued into what was happening, the fact that Mike P now gets the second one-on-one tells... I mean, it kind of told me that, like, Mike was probably going to go home. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't... Because I just don't think... I was, like, not... Like, oh, he's not going to get a hometown rose on his first one-on-one this late into the season. No freaking You hear way. me? Yeah. Especially not on... What could have been a really funny date. <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's talk about this date. Okay. So <laughs> Yeah. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Um so Mike B has the final one on one of the week, and while Kay feels that their relationship is getting stronger and stronger every time that they see each other. Source needed. Okay. Um she <laughs> is unsure if they have a physical connection. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's smart. Uh, Yes, and. (laughs) Yes, and. (laughs) So their one-on-one date features a cuddle expert. I'm pretty sure that there was, like, I don't even remember what it was called, but there was, like, a documentary series that was on Netflix for a while that talked about, like, these, like, cuddle parties. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is my nightmare. It, like, sent me back into, like, a regressive sexual state. I was just like... (laughs) Nobody, nobody should like this, I guess. Um, if you do like it, obviously, no shame. This is my own issue to deal with. But, like, mm-hmm. literally last night, I was, like, even people that, like, have sex don't want to do this shit. Like, what the fuck? That's so weird. Mm. So then they change into some cult linens, the finest <laughs> cult linens that um, the production can provide for them and then they just kind of hug and sit and look at each other's feet it's really uncomfortable to watch (laughs) it's so cringe (laughs) i was just like so uncomfortable for them and like i kind of just felt bad for them like because i mean i i appreciated that the show didn't like focus on like this like virgin horror madonna dichotomy Mm -hmm. kind of thing that they always seem to do but it was this was also just I mean like Mike's only thing for the whole se- it it's just because Mike didn't have a storyline for the whole season yeah. like it wasn't a a Colton thing it wasn't um I can't remember Luke, her name a Luke P or, it wasn't a Luke P and it wasn't or Heather Heather from last season yeah. mm-hmm. but it was just because they didn't talk about him mm-hmm. at all outside mm-hmm. from him being a virgin and he was shown maybe in like two or three episodes yeah. So, like, this seemed like the kind of date that would have been, like, ha-ha funny for Paradise. Yeah. Or, like, should have been on, like, earlier in the season when it was yeah. just, like, look how awkward it is. We're not really compatible. Not, like, when you're the last, like, six – you're down to, like, the last six people. Yeah. And it, it's just, like, it's kind of sad for him and it's kind of sad for her. I feel mm-hmm. – I feel like – um but no, I, I mean, agree. I'm glad they didn't make like obvious jokes, but they I mean they definitely while I agree they didn't make it like a a an aggressive virgin horror complex thing, it was still like you looked at it and you're like Katie's clearly cuddled 
after coitus before this man hasn't. So I feel like they were still trying to get us to see that in a way that was, like, unfortunate. But they didn't ram it down our, like, throats. Yeah. And he still had kind of the upper hand because he did, you know, they talked and, like, he he's, he's sweet. He's a genuinely sweet guy. Mm-hmm. And so that was nice. I mean, he did talk about his mom a little bit more. Than I. Saying, she reminds me of my mom. <laughs> I, I don't know about that personal. I don't know how I would feel about hearing that personally, but um, at a, like also at a different point in the conversation, like they're talking about, I don't know, like sex or like masturbation or something. I don't, I don't remember exactly the context of it, but he says at some point, believe me, if it was up to me, I'd be humping everything. And I'm just like, I actually don't have anything to say about that. I just wanted to repeat it and let everyone stew on it for a second. And then make sure you listen to our Patreon episode releasing <laughs> next week, where yeah. we will be talking to our friend Blair from Talk Purity to Me. And we'll be talking about Mike, but mostly talking about purity culture. Um, and, and how we'll it relates to Bachelor Nation overall. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's going to be a really interesting conversation. And we'll just, <laughs> we'll save it because we have a lot of questions. And um, I think Blair and I are going to have some interesting answers as well. Um, but anyway, if anyone has his address, I have a crayon to send. He's he's welcome to hump if he needs an object. Because um, I also need objects to hump. Um, That's normal and good. And yeah, so yeah. let him Totally let him normal, yeah. according to my mother. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, so, of course, as we all suspected, um, Katie lets Mike know that even though she enjoys spending time with him... She's just not quite there with him yet. Um, Mm -hmm. This really isn't, it doesn't seem like a surprise to really anyone. (laughs) She's like, I don't think it would be fair to make you go to dinner with me tonight, which is also what I explained to anyone who's ever had to eat with me before. (laughs) This is just like a normal cop out. I'm like, anytime I don't actually want to do something, I just don't think it would be fair to make you hang out with me this evening um, with my boss. I don't think it would be fair to make you meet with me today. I just, I mean, I'm really practicing empathy in this moment. I'm really thinking um, about you and what you need right now. Yeah, I just don't think it would be fair. I'm practicing servant leadership, and I just really, I really don't think that this is going to work out well for you. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Mike, to his credit, I think mm-hmm. he handles this rejection with grace. I think he handles it really well. He says, like, you know, whatever the result is, my respect for you is never going to change. Um, one of the guys in this house is really lucky. I'm bummed that I don't get to experience life with you, but it doesn't mean that I am not going to be rooting for you. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, to, to this show's credit, like, this episode has been, or not this episode, this, um season has been kind of messy a little bit um Mm -hmm. but I really do like that everyone in the show seems to have a lot of respect for each other and even like the dramatic people it's sort of just like there's that one week of drama and it's done Mm -hmm. like everyone who is eliminated they seem to all have really close connections to one another where like people are devastated when other people leave they have they seem to have really close friendships and i mean like their relationships with katie whether they're like romantic or platonic 
everyone really seems to like appreciate each other's time and their energy and trying to get to know somebody. And I really do appreciate that. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of lovely and new to me. Oh, do you think they're doing that to make up for what they did to us last season? Where they edited it to look like everyone hated each other? Because I don't think that was true. I mean, yes, there was a lot of fucking shenanigans happening, but, like, I think they probably leaned into this, like, narrative that every girl hated each other in there. Or maybe they did. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. It's hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) I just think, because it is, like, a theme. There's a flavor to this season of everyone's, like, friends. (laughs) Famously, there's a different producer this season. (laughs) But also, I think, like, Maybe maybe it's like a change in culture where mm-hmm. people like don't appreciate the like shit that happened last season and there no one did really everyone even like the Chris Harrison stands of it all were like we don't like this mm-hmm. this is not fun we want a villain or two but we don't need this mm-hmm. so I'm glad they listened <laughs> thank you. God bless the next mean woman that's on the show. And they're like, I hate watching the women compete because they're all so fucking mean. And like, it's just going to turn into the same shit over and over again. But for now, I'm going to appreciate what we have. Um, (laughs) So literally we're left with 40 fucking minutes left in the episode. And I'm like, oh my God, this has never happened before. And part of the 40 fucking minutes is... um, Katie canceling a cocktail party. So we're just like, what the fuck is going to happen? Because there's only six or six people left. Five people left. Five, technically. Five. And two people have roses. Yeah. So there's two roses left and one person that's going to go home. 40 fucking minutes left in the episode. And we're just (laughs) like, I'm going to like shit my pants, which is normal. But it's more painful this time. Because so you, you, of you the were five like, people left. Yeah. And you and so we did this little check-in real quick. We said, Andrew, to the fiancé, who do you think is the final two that we need to choose? And then he says, Blake and Andrew. I say, Blake and Andrew. I say, Blake and Andrew. <laughs> and Alex, our roommate. <laughs> Alex, our roommate, says Blake and Andrew. Like, yeah. no one is expecting for Justin to, like, make it through this round whatsoever. And it's not because we don't like him. Like, we love Justin. We like him. But, like, I mean, even when I watched, like, last week's episode, like, I I didn't quite understand necessarily why, like, um, what's his name? Connor? Connor, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how Justin got a rose and Connor didn't because mm-hmm. I thought Connor and her had way more of a connection, like, from mm-hmm. what I saw mm-hmm. than... Yeah she and Justin did. And I, I was happy he got a rose last week. But then when um, Connor <laughs> didn't get a rose, I was like, I don't, I no longer understand what is happening. <laughs> and I feel like I'm spiraling. And I'm also supposed to be applying for a job right now. And I'm currently not doing that. Um, it's like so, that just, it's like that Griffin McElroy meme. And he's like, I don't, I can't, I don't know what's happening. And I'm afraid to ask I'm questions. I'm too afraid to point. ask. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Michael A and Greg are joined eventually by Blake, which was, you know, an obvious guess for all of us. Um, and then Justin, <laughs> meaning that Andrew is sent packing. And um, 
Like, Katie looks devastated. Andrew is obviously devastated. We were, I literally, um, if I screamed the amount, like, the exact amount that I screamed last night, I would blow out everyone's eardrums. They're, like, I, it was so loud last night. I stood up. I mean, really, we did. We literally screamed, and, like, I stood up and, like, couldn't, I couldn't hand, I, I never, I was genuinely shocked. I'm not over it. Oh, um, my God. And, yeah, he's like, that was the first decision I had to make where, she was saying that, I was, that was the first decision I had to make that where I, like, wasn't fully confident in what I was doing. I'm like, why'd you fucking do it then? Why? Like, take a, take a second? Um, I mean, like, I can't, I, I really am, like, still don't really understand how they bring people's families out anyway, but I'm assuming there are probably five or six families there already oh my God. nearby. So just, like, keep five people then. Like, um, yeah, like, ding dong. Uh, the episode isn't even, still isn't fucking over yet. Like, I am, like, <laughs> weeping alone, <laughs> but in a room of, like, four people. And, like, so, like... Katie gets to sleep on it a little bit. And then, you know, she gets a knock on the door. Who could it possibly be but Andrew? <laughs> and just so you know, like, if you're dating an Andrew, uh, they will leave for a short period of time, but they always return. So, like, just so you know, like, if you date an Andrew, you will have to date them forever. Just <laughs> letting you know. They will be back. <laughs> they will be back. Just based on experience. Um, and he says, like, the cutest thing ever. He's like, I think it would be a terrible shame if I were to leave this place and um, us not have a smile on our face. And then they're, like, hugging. She's crying. So am I. So is Jenna. Um, he said... Or, sorry, she says saying goodbye to you was really hard. Um, that has a lot to do with me caring for you, and I still do. Mm. <laughs> it basically goes back and forth. They like they talk about like falling for each other, how they're proud of each other, how they will like always have each other's best interests at heart. And then like as he's leaving, he does that thing where he like pulls the note out of the back of his pocket and he's like, read this while I'm gone. He, like, walks, like, 15 feet away, and she's just, like, <laughs> um, dumb bitch. Like, she goes back into the room, and, like, the door's not even shut. She's, like, rip. Yeah. She literally just, like, opens <laughs> every document, ripping it in half. Um, and she it's can't even read it. No. It's basically, he says, um, oh, shit, what does he say? Um, uh, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a smiley face. And I'm just like, that's suggestive, first of all. <laughs> um, and then she does this, like, rom-com moment. Like, those rom-coms where people, like, hate each other. And then one person's like, I got a journalism job in France. And then they, like, it's like a Ross and Rachel moment, I guess, where she's like, I'm leaving for Vogue. And then he meets her at the airport kind of shit. But it happens very quickly. Yeah. Where it's just like he just went down like the stairs at a bad hotel, and she's like, "Where did he go?" <laughs> um, just look for the other cameras, which she finds immediately. Immediately, truly. <laughs> um, and then this is like maybe the most confusing part to me. 
Do you want to talk about this a little bit? Yeah. Um, she runs up, jumps in his arms, and she says, like, I had to see you. There's just something there. Andrew says, whenever, if ever, you have me. Like, what? I don't, it's, he, okay. So, people are confused. He says, if, if, okay, what did he actually say when, on the note? He said. In the note, he says, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. Yeah, okay. 15 so, seconds fucking later. Yeah. She's just like, oh, do you remember what you said in the note? Yeah. And he's like, no, and I didn't necessarily mean that. <laughs> I think I do get what he says. Like, we're, yes. we're fucking around, but like. Yes, of course. Yeah, he means when you've exhausted the rest of the choices here and you've realized that they're all losers and fuckboys. I will be waiting in Austria for you to call me. And it's he could have added more words to that, but that is what he means. He does not want to be brought back on to be sent home another week. He knows that this process isn't working for the both of them. He's not an idiot. And, and Katie's not either. Like, for her credit, she's like, when she says, well, would, do you want to stay for, like, a little more? You can say no if you want. Like, she's, like, she's giving him that option because she knows that, this is not really what's supposed to be happening for their love story if they were to ever get back together. And so, I mean, it makes sense, but it was, it played with my heart in a major fucking way because I've been waiting for that scene of her running and jumping in his arms. And when I realized there was still like 20 minutes left in the episode, I was like, okay, this is going to happen and he is going to stay because I, th- I thought like maybe she's going to beg him to stay. Please stay. I made a mistake. Seeing you again made me realize I was really conflicted last night. I need you to stay. I I want to make this work. Like, she could have done... If that's what she wanted, but clearly she didn't. So I don't blame him for leaving. hmm But it was fucked. <laughs> yeah, he says, um, I want my future wife to choose me. And, you know, yeah. I wasn't chosen, so I had to say no. And I get that response, but it also is, like, in direct conflict with what he, like, said in the note. I mean, like... I, I, I am not saying that he has to go back, like, on the show whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, th- I think that's what he means, too. Like, I think he means, like, if this show doesn't work out for you, mm-hmm. call me, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't want to go back into the process. Because, I mean, like, how are you supposed to feel secure if you were, mm-hmm. like, the person that got, like... Isn't it more devastating if you get eliminated again? You know, like, <laughs> protect yourself. Protect your heart, sir. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it also just it felt like a really weird move to me. And, it like, to me, it was like a, a pick-me-choose-me, love-me, like, Meredith yeah. Grey moment from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, and, like... I don't know. It just, he picked it, the wrong time and the wrong girl for that one. Yeah. It, <laughs> She's not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, um, I don't know. It also, it sort of felt like one of those moments. Yeah. Have you ever had a, like, a guy do, I, I'm not saying that this is what happened. Have you ever had a guy do, like, a similar thing? Um, but he doesn't actually want to be with you. He just kind of want wants to be viewed as, like, the good guy. So it could have been, like, a play for something. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, like some guys, I'm not saying Andrew would do this. And I don't think he would do this. But I think some guys would pull the same thing. Just knowing that they're not going to be let back on. Mm-hmm. 
um, so they can get, like, a sympathy card. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. if, if Brendan would have done this, for example, mm-hmm. like, she would have been like, no. But everyone would have been like, oh, my God, like, he really put himself out there. Like, he really <laughs> loves her, you know? And, like, again, it's a different situation, but. No, for sure. I could see, I could see. It's, it definitely makes you look like you, you really care. I mean, because people are already talking about him being The Bachelor. As now. they should. So, you know. I'd be down for that. Who do you, who are you, like, kind of rooting for right now? Dr. Joe. Dr. Joe is not in paradise, is he? He is, but, I mean, we've gotten Nick Vial, Nick Vial and Colton from paradise as leads, so. Hmm. I'm not you know think about this for a while. I do miss Dr. Joe. Yeah. But no, actually, honestly, from this season, nobody. <laughs> I mean, kind of. There's people I wouldn't hate that it happened, but I'm not, like, invested in uh, enough. You're never you know? in, you're never invested in The Bachelor. I'm not. You're None right. of us are. Like, think yeah. about the last five. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. Um, so, yeah, I think Andrew would be a great choice. Um, and so he's probably my top for that, but I'm kind of like, I was laughing a little bit earlier because I saw, uh, Clay's tweet. I don't, I don't, like, follow any, like, Bachelor people, (laughs) really, Mm -hmm. on, um, Twitter. On your personal. Clay Clay was like, um, Andrew for Bachelor, and I was like, it had, like, a zillion retweets, and I was just like, this is... (laughs) an interesting thread okay um this is nepotism but like i support it whatever yeah so that is what it is let us know who you think you want to see as the next bachelor um in the dms i i would like to see a at least a six month break from any of it (laughs) i want the next bachelor to be nobody yeah, can we just go? I mean, honestly, we just don't need it. We no. do not need that season. I want, I want Katie's season to be over. I want to mm-hmm. watch Bip. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Michelle's season. I want six months off, mm-hmm. and then I want Bip again, <laughs> and then I want another season of The Bachelorette, <laughs> and then maybe a man can can do it. I like. <laughs> I just need time. We need to heal. (laughs) Nature needs to heal. And by nature, I mean me. Um, So that kind of like wraps up our episode. We want to do some really quick housekeeping. Mm -hmm. Um, So this Sunday, the 25th of July, we're recording an episode with our our friend. Our friend. Our friend. Our friend Blair from Talk Purity to Me, um, we're going to talk about evangelicalism, purity culture, and how those things relate to The Bachelor and Bachelor Nation and probably lots of other things. Um, So if you would like to hear that episode um, as soon as it uploads, you can find us at patreon.com slash datecardpod. And you can also, if you're interested in merch, find um stickers shirts onesies sweaters laptop cases whatever the fuck <laughs> else at tpublic.com slash date card pod they have face masks that's it's really cute and i think you should still wear your mask all right we, lo- we lost half of our listeners cool <laughs> um 
Thanks to the anti-vaxxers for keeping us going for so long. Just <laughs> know, kidding. Right? Amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um, just kidding. You all fucking hate us and you report us all the time for <laughs> slander. Um, so we also wanted to say just in advance that as soon as Paradise starts, we mm-hmm. might be changing our release schedule. Because um, as far as we know... They're releasing episodes on Monday and Tuesday, and we just want to give ourselves time to, like, <laughs> live our life and... Um, Not get fired from our jobs. <laughs> our jobs. And uh, so if there's, like, a Monday-Tuesday release schedule, we still want to be able to do the same kind of, you know, somewhat in-depth, but, mm-hmm. you know, we want to do the quality of episodes that we like to be able to do. So yeah. um, we're considering not releasing on Tuesdays anymore, mm-hmm. um, at least for 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 the Paradise schedule. So just, yeah. like, look for updates about when we might be releasing those episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as for Katie's season, everything should continue. Yeah, next week is Men Tell All, and we did discuss that we might do something slightly fun and different like we did last time for the men tell all um, so we might we do a live, live um, or something yeah but we'll keep you we just updated. hate those episodes and they're not fun to recap i mean they're fun to talk about but they're not fun to like do like detailed recaps on so we might just do something fun mm-hmm. or talk to each other and it'll be fun <laughs> i love yeah. it because i missed you i, I missed, missed you so you much oh my god thank you all too just for like sticking around and Letting us have a little bit of a uh, nap. Um, it was needed, but it was just really beautiful to see DMs being like, miss you, look forward to you. People like who missed the announcement that we took the break, but then sent me DMs being like, where are you guys at? Did you get taken down? Did the haters win? It's like, no, 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 we're still here. We just had to take a minute. So really, that means so much because I think, I mean, y'all, if you've been listening for a while, you know, Danica and I have just been. We just shit out our mouths. I mean, we used to do this together, huddled over one microphone, drunk off our asses the night of the show, and it was a mess. And and we've just, like, worked hard and evolved to just still be a mess, but just, like, slightly shinier. Evolved mess, yeah. <laughs> and it just means a lot that y'all are here and that, I don't know, you get us and, like, listen to us. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm very sentimental because as a creator who lost a lot over like the pandemic, this is something that I still really love creating with you and with everybody in the, the community. So I don't know. <sighs> but also fart noise. Yeah. Fart noise. We can't be too sentimental. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll keep you um, in the loop about what we're doing next week. And then we have, like, a couple more episodes after that to wrap up Katie's season. And then we will be, you know, just as in touch for Bip. (laughs) I am so fucking excited for Bip. I think the reason I've been so depressed for the last year is because there's been zero Bip. (laughs) All of the mess has been so boring to me. And I'm ready for mess. Um, But on that note... It's time for me to go to bed because I have to go do <laughs> manager tomorrow. Woo! Um, woo. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.
Hi, beautiful people. And Danica. <laughs> it's Shanice. And this episode had me emotional. Because I knew, because I'm spoiled, that Andrew was going home tonight. And I just was not ready for it because he's my fave. Katie. <laughs> I'm so over Katie's season. Bring on Paradise and bring on Michelle. I'm tired of her. But for all the people that are so confused by what Andrew did, Chatty Broads, Nick Vile, and Chicks in the Office, it's pretty simple. The letter is for if Katie leaves the show single, not for Andrew to come back on the show and be eliminated next week. It's that simple. That's what he meant. I don't get the confusion. Y'all are slow as fuck and dumb as fuck. Anyways, thank you. That's just my thoughts on this episode. I'm ready for it to end ASAP. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Daycard Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at JettyBoyJames. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at MichaelaJane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye! Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.